0: You know, daily fiber is so important, but traditional products, well, Restore Fiber is fiber made fun, supporting regularity with naturally sourced prebiotic fiber and a delicious convenient gummy. And six tasty fruit flavors, Fiber Made Fun, choose Restore Fiber. Let us pray a prayer for discernment. Dear Heavenly Father, I seek your counsel. I invoke your spirit and help me to discern as nothing escapes your sight. Guide me, Lord, and give me a healthy spirit, a clear eye, and wisdom, and help me identify any presence of the enemy, trying to tempt or trap me into the sin of pride or vanity. Set me free of my flesh so that I may see with the eyes of Christ. Let me identify the spirit behind any choices I must make. May your Holy Spirit fill me and take control so that I only need to walk in obedience. For you alone are holy and you are my sovereign Lord. And all my decision must glorify you. and your Son, Jesus Christ's name, Amen. Last week on Teachable Moments with April Podcast Bible Study. This is Teachable Moments with April Podcast Bible Study. So now we're going to look at Chapter 8, entitled, Escape from a Tyrant. Joseph wakes up Mary to give her urgent news. Jehovah's angel has just appeared to him, saying, get up. Take the young child and its mother and flee into Egypt, and stay there until I give you word, for Herod is about to search for the young child to destroy it. Now quickly, the three of them make their escape, and it is just in time because Herod has learned that the astrologers have tricked him and have left the country. Remember, they were supposed to report back to him when they found Jesus. Now Herod is furious. So, in an attempt to kill Jesus, he gives orders to put to death all the boys in Bethlehem and its districts who are two years of age and younger. He bases his this calc- age calculation on the information that he obtained earlier from the astrologers who had come from the east. Now, the slaughter of all the baby boys is something horrible to see and Herod's soldiers break into one home after another and when they find a baby boy they grab him from his mother's arms. Now we have no idea how many babies they kill but the great weeping and wailing of the mothers fulfills a prophecy in the Bible by God's prophet Jeremiah. Now in the meantime Joseph and his family have safely made it to Egypt. And they are now living there but one night Jehovah's angel again appears to Joseph in a dream get up get up take the young child and its mother the angel says and be on your way into the land of Israel for those who were seeking the soul of the young child are dead so in fulfillment of another Bible prophecy that says God's son would be called out of Egypt the family return to their homeland Now apparently Joseph intends to settle in Judea where they were living in the town of Bethlehem where they fled to Egypt. But he learns that Herod's wicked son, Archelaus, is now the king of Judea. And in another dream he is warned by Jehovah of the danger. So Joseph and his family travel north and settle in the town of Nazareth in Galilee. Here in this community away from the center of Jewish religious life. Jesus grows up. Now, there are two questions, no, sorry, three questions for this particular chapter as well. And we are going to read them now. Now, the first question is, when the astrologers do not return, what terrible thing does King Herod do? But how is Jesus protected? Question number two, on returning from Egypt, why does Joseph not again stay and Bethlehem and question number three what Bible prophecies are fulfilled during this period of time teachable moments with April podcast Bible study so we're looking at the chapter chapter 8 escape from a tyrant and we're going to go over the Bible scriptures um, for this particular chapter so the first uh, book that we're going to look at is Matthew 2 13 through 23 we're starting with verse 13. After they had withdrawn, look, Jehovah's angel appeared in a dream to Joseph, saying, Get up, get up, take the young child and its mother and flee into Egypt, and stay there until I give you word, for Herod is about to search for the young child to destroy it. So he got up and took along the young child and its mother by night and withdrew into Egypt. And he stayed there until the de- decree, a decree of Herod for that to be fulfilled, which was spoken by Jehovah through his prophet, saying, Out of Egypt I called my son. Then Herod, seeing he had been outwitted by the astrologers, fell into a great rage, and he sent out and had all the boys in in Bethlehem and all his districts done away with them, two years of age and under, according to the time that he had carefully ascertained from the astrologers. Then that was fulfilled, which was spoken through Jeremiah, the prophet, saying a voice has heard in Ramah weeping and much wailing. It was Rachel weeping for her children, and she was unwilling to take comfort because they are no more. Now, when Herod had deceased looked, Jehovah's angel appeared in a dream to Joseph in Egypt again and said, get up, get up, take the young child and its mother and be of on your way into the land of Israel, for those who were seeking the soul of the young child are dead. So he got up and took the young child and its mother and entered into the land of Israel. But hearing uh, Archelaus ruled as king of Judea instead of his father Herod, he became afraid to depart for there. Moreover, being given divine warning in a dream, he withdrew into the territory of Galilee. Uh, verse 23, and came and dwelt in a city named Nazareth, that uh, there might be fulfilled what was spoken through the prophets, he will be called a Nazarene. All right, so the next uh, chapter we're going to look at is the book of Jeremiah 31, 15. This is what Jehovah has said in Ramah a voice is being heard and lamentation and bitter weeping and Rachel weeping over her sons and she has refused to be comforted over her sons because they are no more. All right and the last book uh, for chapter uh, 8 Escape from a Tyrant is found in Hosea 11.1. When Israel was a boy Then I loved him, and out of Egypt I called him my son. New on Teachable Moments with April Podcast Bible Study. This is Teachable Moments with April Podcast Bible Study. We're looking at Chapter 8, Escape from a Tyrant. This is the questions and answer episode. So, the first question for chapter 8 is When the astrologers do not return, what terrible thing does King Herod do? But how is Jesus protected? Um, so, this particular question has two portions to it. According to scripture found at Matthew uh, chapter 2, uh, verses 13 through 23, especially we're going to look specifically at Matthew, um, chapter two verses 16 and 17. We learned that when the astrologers do not return, King Herod becomes furious and he just gives a decree to put to death all the boys in Bethlehem, two years old and younger and all the surrounding districts as well. He's trying to be very, you know, completist with this, um, to, you know, get rid of the threat that he perceives he King Herod bases this age calculations on the original astrologers the information they gave before they left out okay now Jesus is protected according to Matthew the same account at uh, Matthew chapter 2 13 through 23 where it gives an account of Jehovah's angels warning Joseph in his dreams to wake up and flee to certain areas um, a specific area example of this is when he about egypt and told him to stay until he is told to otherwise now throughout this chapter and through this account in this period of time jehovah either gets his angels or him directly communicates to joseph through dreams of where to go where to stay and so forth and so on so this leads to the second question on returning from egypt why does Joseph not again stay in Bethlehem? So we'll again look at the account at Matthew chapter two, um, specifically verses 21 and 23, when we see the account of Joseph receiving yet another dream by Jehovah's angels to go to the land of Israel. Okay. And to be called out consequently out of Egypt. But upon learning that King Herod's son, who is equally as wicked, has been crowned king, he receives yet another dream that serves as a warning, of course, directly from Jehovah. And he and his family need to travel north and settle in the town of Nazareth in Galilee. That leaves um, the third question and the last question for this chapter. What Bible prophecies are fulfilled during this period of time? Now, collectively there are two top Bible prophecies that are fulfilled. Uh, the first Bible prophecy is spoken at in the book of Jeremiah, uh, chapter 31, um, verse 15, pertaining to the great weeping and wailing of the mothers after King Herod set that decree decree to kill all the uh, male boys and babies uh, two years and younger. Now, this prophecy that we're speaking of right now is in the Bible, was by God's prophet Jeremiah. Now, the second Bible prophecy is that God's son would be called out of Egypt and the family uh, returning to their homeland. Teachable Moments with April podcast Bible study. We're looking at the um, chapter 9 entitled Jesus's Early Family Life. Now when Jesus is growing up in Nazareth, it is rather small and unimportant city. It is located in the hill country of an area called Galilee, not far from the beautiful Jezreel Valley. Now when Jesus perhaps about... Two years old he is brought here from egypt by joseph and mary and he is evidently mary's only child but not for long in time james joseph simon and judas are born and mary and joseph become parents to girls also eventually jesus has at the very least six younger brothers and sisters now jesus has other relatives too we already know about his older cousin John, who lives many miles away in Judea. But living closer by in Galilee is Salome, who apparently is Mary's sister. Now Salome is married to Zabdeh, so their two boys, James and John, would be Jesus' cousins, right? We do not know whether, while growing up, Jesus spends much time with these boys, but later they become close companions. Now, Joseph has to work very hard to support his growing family. He is a carpenter. So, Joseph raises Jesus as his own son. So, Jesus is called the carpenter's son. Joseph teaches Jesus to be a carpenter, too, and he learns very well. That is why people later say of Jesus, this is the carpenter. Now, the life of Joseph's family is built around the worship of Jehovah God. In keeping with God's law, Joseph and Mary give their children spiritual instruction when they sit in their house and when they walk on the road, when they lie down and when they get up. There is a synagogue in Nazareth, and we can be sure that Joseph also regularly takes his family along to worship there. But no doubt they find their greatest enjoyment in regular trips to Jehovah's Temple in Jerusalem. Now, this chapter has four questions. The first question is, at least how many younger brothers and sisters does Jesus have? And what are the names of some of them? Question number two, who are three well-known cousins of Jesus? Uh, Question number three, what secular occupation does Jesus eventually take up and why? And the last question, number four, is... What vital instruction does Jesus provide for his family? All right, guys, I just <laughs> I just realized that I made a mistake on the fourth question. Uh, what vital instruction does Joseph, not Jesus, Joseph provide for his family? It's like right after I said it, I was like, wait, 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 wait. What vital instruction does Joseph provide for his family? Sorry about that. teachable moments with april podcast bible study and this is chapter 9 jesus early family life we're going to be reading the bible scriptures and verses that go along with this particular chapter in its bible reading we're going to start with the book of matthew 13 uh, verses 55 and 56 we're starting with of course verse uh, 55 Is this not the carpenter's son? Is it not his mother called Mary and his brothers, James and Joseph and Simon and Judas? Verse 56. And his sisters, are they not all with us? Where then did this man get all these things? So now we're going to look at Matthew 27, uh, verse 56. Among whom was Mary Magdalene, and also Mary the mother of James and Joseph, and the mother of the sons of Jebedee. The next book we're going to look at is the book of Mark fifteen All right, 40, verse 40. There were also women viewing from a distance, among them Mary Magdalene, as well as Mary, the mother of James, at James the less, and of Joseph and Salome. Now we're going to look at also the same book, the book of Mark, but we're going to look at chapter 6, verse 3. This is the carpenter, the son of Mary, and the brother of James and Joseph, and Judas and Simon, is it not? And his sisters are here with us, are they not? So they began to stumble at him. And lastly, we're going to look at the book of Deuteronomy, uh, chapter 6, verses 6 through 9. Verse 6. And these words that I am commanding you today must prove to be on your heart, and you must inculate them in your son, and speak of them when you sit in your house, and when you walk on the road, and when you lie down, and when you get up. And you must tie them as a sign upon your hand, and they must serve as a frontlet band between your eyes. And you must write them upon the doorposts of your house, and on your gates." just listening to teachable moments with april podcast i truly hope you enjoyed this episode we invite you to stay connected with us on the other social media platforms of ours which is tiktok pinterest instagram threads and youtube also we'd like to invite you to check out our official podcast landing page on podpage.com slash teachable moments with april to see all our content in one place and leave personal messages, feedback, and more. Why change the way you accept higher education payments? Because flexible payment options for students always pays off. Because a support team of experts always pays off, and because lower cost and simplify reconciliation always pays off. Brand is the trusted choice of students, institutions, agents, and partners worldwide. Vertical ecosystems have outgrown legacy payment platforms. It's time to change the way you accept higher education payments. Brand always pays off.